Have you ever encountered a hurdle with launching or growing your business? Listen, there are two things that run a business, the back end and your soft skills. Telling you right now, if these aren't in place, you'll lose clients and you'll lose money. You don't want that? Well, you're in the right place. Hey, I'm Dana. Hey, I'm Sarah. We're your hosts of the Entrepreneur Encounter, and we're going to give you a behind the scenes glance into our businesses, give you genuine feedback, tips and tricks, plus occasionally bring on guests that care about supporting you to grow your business organically and nurturing authentic relationships. Are you ready? Imagine you walk into a store and you need to grab a few things. Now, typically, this store is organized and everything has its place. But this time, you walk in and everything is out of order and all over the place. How does this make you feel? Now, if I walked into this store, I think I would feel frustrated, overwhelmed, and stressed. Now, imagine that was your work. How would anything get done? I mean, sure, everyone works differently, but this is pure chaos when everything is all over the place. Hey, entrepreneurs, welcome back to another episode. Today, we're discussing organizational skills and why they're important as a growing entrepreneur. Circling back to kind of what Sarah said, you walk into like your favorite store that normally has everything tidy. You know exactly where to find things. You know how to find the dressing room. You know how to find the different departments. Like everything's in order, basically. But then one day you walk in and for whatever reason, they're like doing reconstruction and everything is reversed and you can't find anything. That is overwhelming. Sometimes if you think about it out loud, it seems silly to be overwhelmed by that. But when I go in the, the same grocery store in a different town or state and they, for whatever reason, set it up differently than the one in my neighborhood, I'm like, what are they thinking? This makes no sense. Well, that's how it feels as an entrepreneur that all of my stuff is everywhere. Someone is interested in talking to you. Well, now you can't find your contract or your proposal to send out because your Canva account has 20,000 different things in it. So by definition, organizational skills are your ability to manage time effectively, prioritize tasks, set goals, and develop systems for achieving those goals. But if everything is in like 20 different platforms, you can't remember your passwords, you're like dropping or at least you feel like you're dropping the ball with the multiple responsibilities that you're simultaneously trying to focus on, you're going to miss deadlines. You're going to get burnt out. You're going to definitely be overwhelmed. And you're going to probably start looking for a job. It's funny because I remember when I started freelancing, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what tools to use. All I knew was I have Google and that's it. Honestly, I was disorganized and it was causing burnout because I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I'm an organized person, but as a first-time business owner, I wasn't entirely sure how to go about organizing the back end of my business. So I did a lot of research trying to figure out different tools to use, and I was able to quickly figure out a way to better organize everything because it was just chaos. You know, you get burnt out when things are not in order. If you're not organized, then your work is not going to get done the way it's supposed to get done. I almost felt like, as silly as this is going to sound, follow along the logic. I really felt like I was gaslighting myself because I was like, I know I saved this somewhere on my computer, but I can't find it. So either I'd have to go to the original source, email or wherever, and re-download it, which, as we all know, 
I don't have a lot of space on my computer, so it runs slower because of all this stuff, probably for that reason. Or I'd have to spend way too much time looking through it. So in my case, I had the folders, I had the different subcategories, but I almost had too many subcategories. Like there was folders upon folders upon folders. And I was like, I don't know what rabbit hole I was in when I thought this was a good idea, but it wasn't. So I had to go back and reorganize my space into a much more simple process. This is why you'll hear me say lots of times, simplicity. Simple systems are the best systems because we don't need 20 steps to get from point A to point B. If you can get it done in five steps, let's just omit all those extra ones because then your brain has to remember what that process was to begin with. We had a few questions from our listeners that we would like to answer. How do you physically organize your workspace? Now, everybody is in a different industry. And depending on what you do is depending on how you organize your workspace. You can either have a physical office to where you have a desk and your computer and a setup in office, or you could be a type of business that is out in the field and you have to carry around your laptop. So when you have a physical workspace like your desk and an office, making sure that everything is organized, like If you are the type of person that wants to have physical folders for every client, you have to organize your taxes or you have to, whatever you're trying to organize, you want to make sure that, you know, everything either is labeled. So you're not trying to figure out like, oh my goodness, like where is everything at? And this goes for digital files as well. Because like Dana was saying, like when you have folders, you don't want to have too many folders to where you're not going to be able to find anything and then you're going to end up confusing yourself. So maybe have like a folder for your stuff and have a folder for each client to be able to have everything organized in one spot. And then we're going to go on and talk about organizational tools. What are some organizational tools? Again, like that depends on how you are as a business and how you like to see things as, do you like to see things as a list? Do you like to have it visually like Trello? Trello is more visual. I mean, Dana, you can speak on Trello. I don't really know too much about Trello, but that's a good organizational tool. So Trello is a project management platform, but it's almost like a brain map. You have the different cards and then tasks within each card that you can kind of separate. So for us, at Entrepreneur Encounter Podcast, we have a recording workflow where we have all of our resources, where it talks about like our branding, our description theme, details about our Facebook group. If we find any interesting resources that we want to share in future episodes, those go there as well. And then the next one, we want to have like specific topics because there's so many different things to talk about. And if we didn't write it down, I'd probably be all over the place and forget what we like I would just keep getting distracted by the next shiny thing. So each month we focus on a certain topic. For this month and probably the next month, we're going to really be honing in on organizational skills because spring is coming. And many of us right now or recently have been going through spring break and then summer vacations are coming. And if any of our listeners have children, if you aren't organized now, you need to definitely be organized by the time summer comes. 
And so having a place to get all of the things out of your head and into a project management tool where you can break it down is perfect. So that's what we're focusing on the next couple of months. We decided on that. We did like our annual review. And then we have a weekly workflow where we take the months and then break down each week to what we want to talk about within the group itself and how we want to share each episode. And if anyone wants to hear about each day, how we break it down, please let us know. And then I'll share that in like one of our lives in the group. And then we break it down into two different segments where we have guests. And then we have the two record where it's just me and Sarah talking. And you get to hear just our lovely voices. And then from there, I have to stroll over. Once it's recorded, it gets moved into another bucket, which is called It Needs Edits. And that's where Sarah comes in. And then once that's completed, it goes into the scheduled published. And then we have one where we look at the monthly stats and then a done. So once it's scheduled and published, we move it to the done that's in the farthest corner. So we don't have to look at it again. We don't have to like think about it. But then we track our stats to see which episodes are doing better than others, what topics seem to be more important. We include the polls that we're going to start doing. So if you've been in the group recently, at the time of this recording, you'll have seen the recent poll where we asked, like, what kind of content our listeners want from us? And so we're going to include that in the stats so that as we plan future months, we can include that and make sure that we're providing you guys what you need to best grow your business and enjoy the journey again. That was a really great breakdown for our listeners, especially those that don't use Trello. That was a really great explanation on what that is. I know, again, like every business is different. Everybody's brain is different and how they use things. Like for me, for my business, on my side of things, I like to use Asana only because it's like a checklist. I mean, obviously Trello does that, but the way that the lists are broke down in Asana for my brain It's easier for my brain to process sometimes than Trello. Well, that's why I use ClickUp because I am a list person. Because our podcast is so abstract, I do need the brain flow. Mm -hmm. But majority of the time, I like a list and ClickUp is my choice. Yeah. Another thing that you can use to organize things as well, if you're not really into the project management tool and you're not ready to really set that up yet, you can definitely use a spreadsheet in Google Drive along with your calendar And you can set up your calendar to where the calendar will send you notifications to your phone as well. So if you are not at your desk and something needs to happen, you will get those notifications to your phone as well. I have a really great example of this one for a recent client. So she's a wedding planner. When I first started working with her, someone else had set up an Asana for her, like mapped out all the things, but she never used it. So then she was getting over, like, she was getting overwhelmed. And I noticed that she used Google Calendar, but Google Tasks, which I never used, which when I really looked at it, I was honestly shocked that I didn't use it. It's almost like a post-it note within Google, which I live in Google. So that should have been a no-brainer. But as we were talking during our recent sync of, like, getting the Asana board in order because that's what she thought she needed, I was like, why don't I just make a spreadsheet in Google? Because we know you can access that from your phone. You're already accustomed to it because you have used Google spreadsheets as your like wedding planner to communicate with your couples. So why don't I just make almost like a duplicate that goes in each folder? We'll have a base template of like each phase of her wedding planning. That's how she focuses on her work in different phases. 
I was like, and then we can assign it to each person just like in one of these tools because you can add drop down menus and then we can have like check off when it's done and then notes as to why it's not done yet, as well as a due date. So that's what I'm in the middle of doing right now. But that made her feel so much better. She now has it all in one central location, Google Workspace, as opposed to bouncing from platform to platform and remembering, oh, I got to check here. Oh, I got to check there. So she has a workflow in HoneyBook, which is client facing, and it's almost like a duplicate. But then we can have notes and everything within the Google Workspace documents that now we can better communicate and see with a bird's eye view. That's her project management tool. And it's free, which is nice. It is nice. For all of you listeners, I'm curious to know what organizational tool do you use? Do you have one set up? If not, do you need help setting one up? Do you want help? Or honestly, are you like my client who thinks she needs to be using a platform like Asana? And are you wanting to find something different that works better for you and your business? In all honesty, I really think that I'm going to go back to using spreadsheets and Google in my calendar, honestly, because the whole back and forth thing can get overwhelming. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But to each their own, whatever works for you and your business, that is what you could use. So these skills are important mainly to figure out which organizational system aligns with you and your personality, your Instagram, your mindset, just how things work for you. Once you figure that out, you're going to see an increase in productivity. We as entrepreneurs have a lot of responsibilities and tasks to juggle, whether you're a solopreneur you're a single parent with children in the background, whether you are an agency and you have a team, that's a lot of things to juggle. And being organized can help you prioritize those tasks, delegate responsibilities, and ensure that you're using your time efficiently. I mean, me as an online business manager, that's my job for all of my clients is to help them use their time efficiently. They need to be in front of their clients. They need to be, or their couples. They need to be creating design decks and bringing their bride's vision to life during their big day. So increasing productivity helps you get more done in theory, less time. And with that mindset, it leans into making better decisions because with those responsibilities comes thousands of decisions that you have to make at any given point. Also, it's important as well to have organization or skills because it improves your time management and time management is also a skill. So organization and time management kind of go hand in hand. Using the time management is going to help you set realistic goals and deadlines and that you can ensure that you're using your time the most efficient way possible. So for example, if you're trying to figure out like what needs to be done for the week, you start your work day, whatever day, let's say you start Monday And you look in the project management tool that you use and you look and see what is going on that week and you can make a list of what needs to be done right now, like what's urgent and look at the deadlines that you have for that week and you can break those down into bite-sized chunks into which that will help you efficiently do your tasks for the week for your stuff and for your client work as well. I definitely encourage every professional entrepreneur to fit in at least 30 minutes, preferably an hour a day dedicated to your own business. I was talking with a client. I had this journal somewhere. I probably got rid of it because I don't use it anymore. I moved virtual. But when she was giving like the overview of it, 
it was basically a task list, but it was in a book form, which I liked because I wrote everything down anyway. And she's like, one of these squares needs to be dedicated to your business because you, in fact, are your own client. So you need to put time in to your business. Like when you first get started, you have no clients, you're pouring all of your time. But once you start getting clients, that time management focus is more on your client work. And I'm guilty of this too. So I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this. I have to constantly remind myself to pause And between usually eight and nine, I'm working on things dedicated to improving my business in some way, even if that's just batching my social media for the whole month, because I hate doing that. So I like to get it done as quickly as possible. So when you're looking at your calendar and you're breaking down different things, whether it's time blocking or it's the day themes or what other methods there are, now I'm going to have to go look at those. Make sure that there is some space in there for you to focus on your business, even if it's you getting up away from your desk and walking outside just to think about where you want your business to go or how things are going and reflecting. Because most of the inspirations that I get for product services or pivots happen when I'm away from my desk. I'll happen to see something that will inspire me like, oh, I could definitely use this in this way. And then I have to rush back to my desk and write it down. Or if I have my phone, thankfully, I can make a Google note there and then put it down. But highly, highly encourage you to spend time on your own business because that's how you're going to grow and reduce your stress as an entrepreneur because maybe you have all of your clients and you don't know how to elevate to the next step or you're stressed about the balance that comes from being disorganized. If you take a moment to reflect on your business and how things are kind of running how you feel during each workflow with your clients and operations, you're going to reduce your stress and be able to make those decisions and priorities with calm and confidence. So with all of these things, I hope you found inspiration with why we feel this skill like organization as a broad term is important but also with the things that fall under the umbrella with increased productivity, better decision-making, reiterating the time management and reducing stress. And there's any other questions or thoughts that you have on organization, everyone, please feel free to jump into our Facebook group. That's going to be linked into our show notes and ask your questions. We are always there to answer them. It may even help us fine tune our topics on organization in upcoming episodes. So we would love to hear from you and make sure that we're going in the right direction. Do you have anything else, Sarah? No, that is it. All right. Well, look for us in the group and we'll chat with y'all next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Remember, soft skills aren't just some fluffy buzzwords that get thrown around in the corporate world. They're the key to unlocking your full potential as a professional and a human being. Don't be afraid to invest in yourself and seek out opportunities to improve your soft skills. Sarah and I have a variety of workshops, online courses, and complimentary clarity calls for you to practice in real time with us. Links are always in the show notes. And be sure to join us next time for more insights, tips, and tricks to help you succeed in your entrepreneur encounter.